Good morning, good morning to all the rookies out there. Avuile Mutamadiko is on your podcast today. Just chilling, just enjoying the day. Um, I didn't uh, do a podcast yesterday. I usually post a podcast on, on Wednesdays. So uh, it was busy and then I thought, you know, let me just wake up this morning. Uh, today is the 2nd of September. Spring has sprung, but it's still a bit chilly uh, here in Port Elizabeth, South Africa. We are excited of a new season. I, I don't know. There's just a feeling of excitement about a new season. I know that we are going through such a tough time in the world uh, with the global pandemic with all the things that are happening, especially in my country, things are bad. There's always bad news every day, but there's something about the beginning of a new season. It, you just have hope that things will get better, that things are, are not going to be the same as the last season. So um, just to cheer you up this morning, I just want to say... Um, Let's forge through. 2021 is almost over. Uh, we are going to make it. By God's grace, we are going to make it. And I just want to say thank you to everybody who listened to my two episodes about my journey with lupus. I appreciate it. I appreciate the messages that you sent me. Uh, I am encouraged to continue fighting the, the good fight. And I do believe that uh, it's going to be over. When it's over, um, I will have someone uh, to thank that is God and I will have someone to encourage that whatever you're going through, uh, you will make it. Um, God is faithful like that. He, he makes sure that we are okay. He makes sure that we are okay. Uh, what's on my mind? What's on my mind today um, is this is this situation that we, we, we find ourselves in. You, you know, when you are a Christian, uh, you base your life uh, on everything, on, on God. Decisions that you take, things that you decide to do, um, you, you, you make sure that everything you do is according to God's will and according to the principle that principles that you were taught uh, when you, you grow you grow up. Uh, I also grew up in a Christian family. Um, my values are based on the Bible and um, everything I do, I know that there's a God uh, up in heaven in my heart who is watching over me who is teaching me his ways so that is my belief and they they, they there was this feeling in in my mind i i, I had something and then uh, i i asked myself you know i remember doing things doing stuff without consulting god or without obeying god's voice uh, when you are faced with a with a decision sometimes it's it's difficult decisions um that um uh, can affect your life 
you know, whether in a positive way or in a negative way or in a way that is going to teach you. Uh, I, I call these situations, uh, uh, situations like um, an Ishmael situation. Uh, for example, we know the story of Hagar and, and Sarah. Hagar was the, was the mate in, in, in Sarah's home. And when God promised Abraham and Sarah uh, that they, he will give them a son. So Hagar was there and then they thought, you know what? We've been waiting for God for all this time, but uh, this child is not coming. Maybe. So Sarah uh, just had this great idea that we can use this one to you know to bring us a son so that's when ishmael was born we know the story and how it went so why am i basing my thinking on this there are those situations that we find ourselves in we 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 dig up things and we say ah I've been waiting for a long time, so maybe let me just do it this way, thinking that we are helping God. But when you take that decision, like for example, I took a job years and years ago. I took a job and I knew this job is not what God wants me to do. <laughs> I knew, I knew like in my heart of hearts, I knew this is a wrong decision, but I continued and I forged and it was it was very easy to get the job and uh, little did i know that i was opening a can of worms i was going to be in a situation that almost destroyed me took the job and while preparing to to go and stay at this place and I, I knew that ish, this one I orchestrated by myself. There was no consultation with God or anything. And I had this tingling feeling in my head that, really what you are doing is not right. This is not your path. This is not where you're supposed to go. But I continued. I continued. I went to interviews. And even after the interview, I knew that I was going to get the job. But I knew it was not the right one for me. Maybe for you it will be something else. Uh, God forbid that it's something as huge as a marriage or, or you know, um, like a, 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 a life-altering situation. So that job was my Ishmael. I went there knowing that this is an Ishmael situation. I orchestrated it by myself. I didn't pray about it. I didn't consult God. And although I would hear the voice of the Holy Spirit in my heart saying, shut it down, shut it down, I continued. I continued. And to cut this long story short, uh, that job didn't work out. Uh, I was there for four months. And then <laughs> I... I was retrenched from that job. Then I said to myself, my goodness, what, 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 why did I continue? I knew that I wanted to get a job. I did want a, a job. I prayed about getting a job, but it was not happening. I panicked and then I, I thought, you know what? I'm, I'm a talented person. I am good at what I do. Let me negotiate with this person. 
and say, hire me. Uh, this is what I bring to the table. And then I went. And it didn't go well. I was doing the job, but my heart was not in it because I knew that I felt like I didn't have the protection of God when I was there because I knew that that's not where God wants me to be. I continued waking up every morning, leaving my child behind. I had to hire someone to look after my child because he was a baby at the time. And yo, I, 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 I don't know how to, to, to explain it without being too insensitive about it. But you know that blunder that you, 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 you walk into. And then uh, when things get horribly wrong, you, you don't have anywhere to go. You, you you just become this little puppy with a tail behind, uh, between its legs and say, God, I'm so sorry. I did this and I knew it was not in your plan, but I continued to do it because I was desperate. I, I was seeing the situation getting worse. So I thought, you know, I need to, to do something. We we always base these decisions on on the fact that God has given us um the the mind, so we need to use our mind. So we think that using our minds it, it means we we take actions uh, and and don't just uh, wait around. But there's there's a distinction in 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 waiting for for God to answer. Or and and to doing something while you wait. This, this these situations that I call Ishmael situations, it's that thing that you know, it's not gonna work, Avuile, but you can do it. But you know it's not gonna work. You do it because you feel like I can do it. It's not what what have I got to lose? Um. What what happened with me is that while I was at that job, the person that was looking after my child, um, things didn't go well. They 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 they, they got sick. I, I I don't know like it, everything about the whole situation just just got messed up. They got sick. I had to uh, get somebody else to come and help them to do their job and. It, it it became a, a a cost thing also because I had to accommodate this second person, this second helper, because this one was sick. And at the same time, I felt bad that I have to send this one away because they need this job and blah, blah, blah. It became just a roller coaster of, of emotions. And I could see that... Uh, I am partly to blame for everything that is happening. But anyway, I, I got retrenched from, from the job and then I told the, pers the, the, the person that was working for me, was looking after my child, that, uh, listen, my, my job has, has just now, you know, fallen through. So I'm going to let you go. And the problem now is that you have not been working for a whole month you have been staying here with us and you have not been working. So 
I have to pay this person that came to help. Because they're the ones who were doing the job and you were sick. So I, I, I don't know. I think it's only fair that I pay them because really, um, it's, uh, I think that is what is fair. So no, it, it was fine. And then uh, we, we decided, you know, we, we need to get some money and put in petrol in our car and drive this, this person home. Because they were very sick to get into a public transport. So we took them home. And then when we got there, we said to them, as we discussed, we are not going to be able to pay you for the for the last month. So we left. And then we went back home. And some time after I had, I had finished at the job and I was just busy preparing for, for the end of the year and stuff, I got a call from this my, my old my old helper. Then she says, I'm going to sue you. <laughs> And I was like, sue me. Why are you suing me? And then they said, I'm suing you because you didn't pay me for the whole month. And uh, because it's December, you're supposed to be giving me gifts. And you're supposed to be giving me um, a bonus for December. So if you don't do that, if you don't give me a full month's pay for that month that you said you're not going to pay me, and you don't give me a bonus and you don't give me gifts for Christmas, I'm going to sue you. I'm taking you to court. Hey, I was so shocked. I I, I was like, okay, so you're basing all these things on, on what to do, do, do. You're going to sue me and then, and then what? I don't understand because I thought we talked about this and we agreed. And then she said, I, I don't care what you do. If my money is not in by the end of, of this week, I am going to court and I'm going to sue you. Hey, I got so shocked. Then I said to my husband, can you talk to this lady? Because I really don't know what is happening. Then my husband says, I, I don't want to get involved. But eventually he spoke to her and said, I, I hear that you, you were speaking to my wife. I just want to understand what is happening. Hey, then she got so angry and I was swearing at my husband saying that um, we ill-treated her. We, we, we didn't do uh, nice things for her and she, she was busy looking after our child. And now this is how we thank her and stuff. Hey, it, it got so bad. So anyway, I said to, to my husband, hey, we need to, to find some money and pay this person because I don't want any conflict. I don't want to find myself being in conflict with somebody who is very fragile because um, she was very sick shame. And when she was calling me, she was in a hospital. So I called her mom and then I said, hey, ma'am, your daughter phoned me and said all these things to me and threatened to sue me. But um, I'm not going to take that personal because I can see that she's going through something and uh, things are not going well with her health. But I'm very disappointed because I had to hire a, another helper to come and do her job. And at the same time, I was busy taking her up and down to hospital because she was sick. 
and after that i was able to to make sure that we drive her to to bring bring her to your house so that she can be safe now she's saying all these things and 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 dis being disrespectful towards my husband and I take that very personally. So the mom said, no, man, I think there's something wrong with her, blah, 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 because she's not, she's not doing well. Why am I saying all these things? Um, I want to, to show you how an Ishmael situation can attract all these dramas and these bad things to happen. And you have to deal with all those things just to show that you, you can't take decisions lightly and and not consult god on them and you can't ignore that feeling of doubt that is it really 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 what i need to do is it really okay for me to go through this path that lady passed away um i think after a month or so after our conversation and i had paid her all the money and I said to her, I'm not going to be able to give you bonuses and stuff. I don't have that. You know, I just lost my job. So I'm sorry. I'm not going to do that. But I'm going to give you the, the monthly salary that you are demanding. But I need you to know that when you work with people and you find yourself in such situations, you can't, you can't, you, you can't threaten people like that. Deep down, I knew that I caused this on myself. By doing something or by orchestrating a job that was not meant for me. So that's how uh, our road ended with that lady. May her soul rest in peace, by the way. Because she she was nice. Other than all those things, she was a very nice person. So if now you find yourself in an Ishmael situation, what do you do? Or how, how did I handle it? I went to God and I said, um, I, I knew that when I took this job, I was, I was not doing something that you were okay with or you approved. You wanted me to have a job, Lord, but um, I decided to, to orchestrate things for myself and negotiate and, and this is how it ended. All these other little problems were attracted by a decision that I took. So I understand I've learned from this and I want to do better and I want to do everything um, in my life being led by you. When you give me a warning sign about a, a decision, I must be able to listen to you and not take that path because it was an unnecessary situation that I brought to myself and my family and all the stresses that came with it. Sometimes we take these decisions without God and we, we end up needing him to rescue us. And uh, it becomes a lesson that we never forget. Uh, it haunts us when we do it. Uh, but somehow we, we, we forge through it and we continue while we know that in our heart of hearts, we know this is not right for you, but you continue to do it. We become rebellious and do it. You come out a better person, but the consequences of your, your decisions become uh, so bad. 
and and it's it's not that you are not going to take another situ uh, another situation and make it an Ishmael uh, in the long run because there are other things that I did uh, after that I learned a huge lesson from that issue but I did uh, to like my last job I I do think it was an Ishmael situation because <laughs> we all know how it ended uh, but it 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 teaches you that. You, you can't say you are a child of God and not depend on God with everything wholeheartedly. You, be, you, you depend on God with everything, every single decision that you take. It, it will be said that uh, there might be someone out there who, who, who took, maybe, maybe let's say you get into a relationship with someone and you know that God has warned you that this is not a right relationship. You continue. God forbid that you continue maybe for 20 years being uh, in a relationship or a marriage that you know it's an Ishmael situation. It has its consequences and it involves other people. Uh, maybe it will involve children, involve children uh, you know, a, a marriage that God warned you that this is not the right one or a job that God warned you that this job is not good for you. It's not what I want for you. Just tarry a little bit and wait because I have something that is better for you. And then when you decide, okay, no, uh, let me, while I wait for God, let me go and do this one. It, 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 it's going to be something that is going to drag for a, a lifetime because I still remember my, my, my Ishmael situations. They, they, there are, are, are lessons that I learned, but when I think about them, I feel like hey, I should I should not have done that. I always have regrets. Let me put it that way. I always have have, have re re regrets about the decisions that I took. So if you find yourself in an Ishmael situation, accept the consequences uh, of it and go to God. Because God's faithful like that. We know what, what God did for Hagar when the child was about to die and God came true for Hagar. So God God always comes true for us even in Ishmael situations that we brought onto ourselves. He is faithful. He comes true and he says to you, this is how you're going to get through this. But you are going to suffer the consequences, unfortunately, because when you don't obey God, uh, you know, it's, it's a very tough feeling to, to feel. It's a very tough feeling. I don't know. I just felt oh, like I want to share that, uh, you know, maybe there's somebody who is facing a situation where they have to end a relationship that they know was not approved by God or they have to quit a job that they know that God uh, was not in it or you you have to do something make a, a, a very life-altering decision that you know God was not in it and you continued to do it anyway I pray that you you find your lesson on it and you, you know, what is important is that you learn from it and you 
hopefully don't do it again i won't promise that you won't do it again because i just told you i did it again and <laughs> it didn't work out well for me but it's those those lessons because i i am a strong believer in the fact that every little detail of our life god knows about it and he knows how they are going to pan out um god knows the ishmael decisions that we make we are going to make in the long run and he already has a plan in how to rescue us and he al- already has a plan in how he's going to show us um you know his mercy and what he's going to teach us with with those situations with those decisions that we take let's let's make an example maybe you you decide to cut your hair you cut your hair and then um when you look in your in the mirror you don't look as good as you imagined when you were taking the decision <laughs> so you you feel like okay now the fact that i look like this uh, is very bad so i'm going to have to wait for my hair to grow so that i can look better again and then you ju- you just have to find solutions along the way to deal with an ishmael situation that you put yourself to so i hope this motivates you i hope this uh, you know makes you laugh and also makes you think about decisions that you make without god there is nothing that we can do there is absolutely nothing we can do without god like right now i am depending on god to help me get through this day i must not think that it's going to be because of my a bright mind or my intellect that I'm going to be able to achieve all the things that I will achieve today. I believe I will achieve things today, but I know uh, I'm not the source of my power. God is the source of my power. God is my source for everything. I hope you are motivated by this. I've got a booster that I want to give you uh, so that this weekend you will have a you know a good one. I am reading on a a devotion by Ayanla Vanzant and it's that one that is called Until Today. So I'm reading from I think this is January 16th. So I'm going to read this and that's just you just saturate on it and just listen to it and then just think about it. Life will work for me when I realize I must be open to receive and willing to accept the goodness of life. Everybody knows somebody who has a goodness allergy. Whenever things get too good in their lives, they find something wrong, some reason to reject the good. A person with a goodness allergy will focus on what happened yesterday in order not to focus upon the good they are experiencing today when a person is allergic to good they don't expect good they can't expect good instead they make up stories about why nothing good can or will happen to them if by chance it does they rub their eyes in disbelief when you are allergic to good you rely on the past you stay mad about what happened back then you pick fights and keep arguments going when your goodness allergy really flares up 
you find something wrong with how the good came or who brought the good to you. You question why you are receiving the good and how much it is going to cost you. A goodness allergy is grounded in fear. Fear that you will get hurt. Fear that you will lose what you have. Fear that you don't deserve good. You are in fear that if you open your heart and mind to receive good, you will have nothing to whine and complain about. There will be nothing wrong. At the heart of a goodness allergy is the fear that if nothing is wrong, then you too must be alright. And that would be too good to believe. Until today, you may have been suffering from a goodness allergy. You may have lived in fear that you were not good enough to receive good. Just for today, spend some time identifying all of the good things that have happened to you. For you and through you. Write them down and ask yourself how you really feel about all the good that you have received and the good you have done. Today, I am opening myself to see and receive more goodness in my life. So that's that's my booster for today. Uh, we all know about us always thinking that hey, this is too good to be true. When things are working well or you're having breakthroughs in your life and you have had hard times before, uh, you, you, you question, you question, why is this happening to me? Is this really happening? You don't even know how to respond to the good that is happening to you. Just accept it, just embrace it, just feel it, just be grateful that something good is happening to you. And don't look at the past. Because if you look at the past, then you you are going to think that you don't deserve to have some good in your life. Cherish the good relationships that you have. Cherish the good uh, things that God gives you. The blessings that God gives you. Be excited about about them. Enjoy your home. Enjoy the, the new car that you just bought. Um, enjoy the, the breakthroughs that God is giving you. And don't feel guilty about enjoying them. Because they are yours. It's your time to get a breakthrough. And there's always that feeling when you, you, you are a person who struggled in life or you grew up in poverty like me. You, when you find yourself in a situation where you think, I never thought I would drive this, this car. I, I never thought I would drive a car even as a person. And then you feel like uh, maybe you are showing off or maybe you don't deserve this and stuff. Get those thoughts out of your mind. Enjoy what God has given you. Enjoy what God is giving you. Enjoy the love that God gives you. Uh, you know, don't don't question it. Don't don't overthink it. Just enjoy it. Uh, you deserve to have some good in your life. So um, I want to say thank you to everyone for listening, and I hope you get encouraged by this. I enjoyed doing this podcast this morning. Because um, I, 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 these days I like to come here and give you tangible stories that I went through in my life to, to, to encourage you, to show you that we are all human and we learn from our mistakes and, but we continue to live life according to God's will. And I hope you have a, a great week ahead, a great weekend.
<laughs> because now we're going to the weekend. I hope you enjoy the weekend. Uh, just chill. I'm trying this new thing now of having a social media free weekend. No, no uh, Facebook, no Twitter, no Instagram, no Pinterest, uh, no Facebook, uh, maybe WhatsApp because you know WhatsApp. Uh, some sometimes people will send something urgent to your WhatsApp, so you have to respond. Uh, but no looking at people's statuses. I just want to be social media free this whole weekend. Just be present in in my life. Be present for my children. Be present for everyone, for my loved ones. Try it. I think it, it, it makes you feel much better. When you start a new week on Monday, you will feel much better when you are free of social media. You, you don't have to be there all the time because the pressures of social media are real. You, you are going to see someone who's uh, progressing in their life, who's doing well, and then it's going to hit you hard that uh, I always wanted to do that, but it's not happening for me. And then you're going to spend the whole weekend thinking, hey, how is so-and-so getting so um, successful in something that I really wanted for a long time? Then that's that, that uh, turns into envy. Then you become this person who has a, a very sad energy the whole weekend. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Just, you know, chill. Have a nice weekend. Have a nice break, you know, and look forward to a new week ahead. So God bless you. Uh, until next time, I'll see you uh, next week on Wednesday. Hopefully, I will, you know, come with a, with an episode on, on Wednesday because I don't want to, to come in different days. Then it's going to confuse you guys and not know when exactly to expect a podcast from me so i will try by all means to be on time god bless you i'm sending you love peace i'm sending you good vibes Jay, just for for september september must be a very fruitful month for you everybody who's having a, a birthday in september happy birthday to you in advance um all of you september babies god bless you uh, i'm sad that uh, august babies our month is over but um it was it was an awesome month august is an awesome month it has awesome people so god bless you until next time this is avuile mngitamadiko your rookie life coach mm-hmm.